Losing Weight to Gain Control. Today's episode, Meal Prep and Food Ideas. Welcome to today's episode of the Losing Weight to Gain Control podcast. This is Gwen Alexander, your host. This is a podcast to help you along your weight loss journey, whether you're just starting, in the middle of your weight loss, or living in maintenance. I cover topics that you'll encounter during your journey that deal with food, exercise, and that negative stuff your mind tries to tell you along the journey. For some extra motivation, you can follow me on Facebook. Just search for The Gwen Alexander, and you can also follow me on Pinterest where I save recipes that I want to try or that I've tried, and then I'll let you know how I like them. Also, if you visit my website, thegwenalexander.com, I have available my 14-day Get Started Guide because sometimes we just don't know where to start or we just need to get back on track. And while there, you can also order an autographed copy of my book, Losing Weight to Gain Control. Loving your weight maintenance journey, because the ultimate goal is getting to weight maintenance while creating a life that you don't have to use food to escape from. I recently had someone reach out to me and ask uh, me a question about what foods that they could keep in the refrigerator. You see, they're in a situation where they don't have access to a kitchen and they have limited refrigerator space. And then I also think about those of us who may not feel like trying to cook large meals or We don't have a lot of time to meal prep. Now, I personally love to cook, but I'm at a point in my life that I don't do a huge meal preps like I used to for the week. I plan my meals, but then I might prepare the food for two days instead of for the next seven days because my plan has changed with my life and my eating patterns have changed too. I eat lunch a little earlier because I eat my evening meal sooner than I used to. And then I don't usually have an afternoon snack. My meal plan is constantly changing. And some of the reason for my eating pattern changes uh, could also be my lupus. I have an autoimmune condition. I'm on medications that affect my appetite. And it used to frustrate me because I like to plan. But I always say you need a food and exercise plan that can change with your life. And me being diagnosed with lupus was a big change. So here's the advice that I gave to the person that reached out to me. And this is what I recommend that they do with limited refrigerator space. And then if they don't have a kitchen to use, and I also use some of these that I'm recommending just in my meal plan right now. So the first thing, number one, is try to get some fresh fruit in your refrigerator. Now, many grocery stores sell fruit that's already diced up. And it may cost a little more, but it's ready to go. And I sometimes dice my fruit even smaller because their their pieces are larger than what I really want to eat at one time. You can buy uh, the fruit that's cut up yourself. You can buy the fruit and you can cut it up yourself. But if you don't have an area to prepare the food, you know, to cut up the fruit, uh, maybe buying the pre-cut may be your best option. And you can also buy canned fruit. My rule, personal rule that I use when I buy canned fruit is I buy the ones in light syrup and then I have a little strainer that I put the fruit in and I rinse it in the sink. 
Then I like to put it in the refrigerator and let it get a little cold. There are some experts that tell you canned fruit is horrible. You should only eat fresh. But I say get what you can because everyone is at a different place in their life, whether that's financially or where you live. You may not have a kitchen or a big refrigerator and you need to do what will work for you at the phase that you're in right now. So that's number one. Try to get some fresh fruit in your refrigerator. Number two, I always say try to have some grilled chicken on hand or some kind of grilled meat if if you eat meat. In most deli sections of grocery stores, uh, you can buy pre-cooked chicken. You can buy chicken that's been seasoned. I've used like a sun-dried tomato one, uh, a lemon chicken one. Um, If you don't want it seasoned, you can usually get just plain chicken that's available. And there are many different brands that you can choose from. The grocery store itself might have some already done. There's ones you can buy from other companies that that sell it where it's already vacuum packed. You can use the pre-cooked chicken in salads. You can use it in a wrap. You can make sandwiches with it. And you may even find like a pre-cooked lean ground turkey. And you can use it in the same way. You can make sandwiches or wraps or tacos with it. Now, I don't, like I said, I don't have a particular brand I use, but since I have access to a kitchen, I'll usually cook my own chicken and just portion it out. I'll label it with, if it's already seasoned, what I seasoned it for to use it with. I do the same with ground turkey. I make it and place it in a container and I label what it's seasoned for. I have one recipe where I season the meat to use when I make my own pizza. But if you don't have a kitchen or you just want something that is fast, buying the pre-cooked meats will help to speed up your food prep time. So that's number two, is try to keep some grilled chicken or some type of grilled meat on hand to help you with your faster prep time or if you just don't have access to a kitchen. Number three, packaged salads can be something that can help you with staying on track with your food plan. Many grocery stores have several varieties of prepackaged salads. I mean, you can get all kinds from what I've seen at my grocery store where I live. They have a whole wall of just prepackaged salads. Now, what many of them do with these salads that are already packaged is you have the salad ingredients that usually have some type of lettuce, cut cabbage, carrots, or maybe some other you know vegetables in there. And then there's a season, seasoning packet that you mix with the dry ingredients to make the salad. But one thing you want to be careful with if you buy these types is even though the dry ingredients are pretty healthy, you want to take a look at the dressing that they're having you put on the add-ons. You know, it could be adding a lot of additional calories. It could be adding more fat, a whole lot more sodium. So you want to look at the nutrition label to see what it says that that seasoning packet is adding to the salad. Now, one downside to prepackaged salads is they may not last very long once you open the package. I think when I've bought them, it seems to last maybe four to five days, and I try to put it in something that I can seal. Usually what I do is I buy the lettuce that I already ha- I have to chop it up and, and clean it, but I'll chop it and I have a, a container I'll place it in, and then I, it seems to last longer if I place it in the back of my refrigerator. And then when I'm ready to eat it, I'll, I have a salad spinner where I'll wash it and to get it really dry and then I'll eat it. But if I need something in a hurry, I have bought the prepackaged salads. And that may be something that can help you with keeping on track with your food plan if you don't have access to a kitchen or to a, a large refrigerator space. 
So that's number three. Maybe try some prepackaged salads to help you with staying on track. And number four, oatmeal. Now, when I was a kid, I always thought of oatmeal as it wasn't very good and it was something you always had for breakfast. But if you buy a big container of dry oatmeal, you can buy steel cut oats. I usually use the old fashioned oats and sometimes the instant oats, depending on what I'm doing. They can make for a fast breakfast or even a snack. Now, oatmeal doesn't always have to be hot. In America, usually when I grew up, it was, you know, you would get the oatmeal and then add some hot water to it and it would make a hot breakfast. And I've recently been experimenting with overnight oatmeal and I'm really liking this. Now, the appeal for me with overnight oatmeal is I can make it up the night before or make actually several of them for the next few days. And then I put a little bit more uh, milk, which I use lactose-free milk because I'm lactose intolerant, in it in the morning and it tastes pretty good to me. And the old-fashioned oats seem to work best for the overnight oatmeal. I've never tried steel-cut oats, so I'm not sure how they would work. And with that large container, for me, it's actually more economical instead of buying little packets of oatmeal or smaller containers of it. And the overnight oatmeal is really good when you mix it with other items. I found on Pinterest uh, several pages where you can make flavored overnight oatmeal. And right now my favorite is an Almond Joy one and a German chocolate cake flavor. And I usually don't like coconut or coconut flakes, but the, the Almond Joy one was pretty good. I have made that one actually several times. And if you follow me on Pinterest, I actually have those in a board. They have, I think, peanut butter and like a blueberry or strawberry one, but they're all over Pinterest. You can find them anywhere just doing the search. So that was number four. Oatmeal can be a way to, you know, if you don't have a kitchen or a lot of refrigerator space to, you know, supplement your your meals that maybe, you know, breakfast or even some type of snack, or you might even want to make it for a quick lunch. I've done that before where I'm not really hungry, but or I'm going to have a heavier uh, later dinner, and I really didn't want to eat a lot, but the oatmeal seems to carry me over pretty good. So there you go. That's the advice I would give to those of you that you don't have access to a kitchen or you just don't feel like cooking. But the main thing I always say is, is enjoy the food you eat and try to eat the best that you can for where you are in your life. Maybe you have questions about different foods you could try or how to get your eating under control, but I'd love to hear those questions from you. You can email me. My email address is gwen at thegwenalexander.com or you can contact me through my website, thegwenalexander.com and click on the contact page and you can send me a message that way. Just remember, you are not alone on your weight loss journey. And even if you're in maintenance, you are not alone. We need to support each other through this. And here's today's quote that I'd like to leave you with. And that quote is, eat the best you can with where you are in your life. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. I'm not a medical professional. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before beginning any weight loss or exercise program.